What's up, bitch? Uh, what's up, ding-dongs, more like. Yay, yay, yay. This is the Side Talks Podcast. I'm Corey Kraft with a special shout-out uh, to all the Corey heads and kittens out there. I was in a, I was in a restaurant the other night. I was actually at The Club. I didn't want to name drop, but I'm going to. The Club. Uh-huh. And the, a table a little bit away from us, and this was one of the most... Gosh, I should probably, I should not be talking shit right now, but nobody from the club is probably listening. One of the worst, we're going to talk about in a, in a future episode here soon, we're going to be talking about the, one of the worst shows we've ever seen. Uh-oh. This is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life is dueling pianos. But it was like the worst kind of dueling pianos. Was it um, Daffy and Donald Duck? It was the equivalent of that. Oh, that but was... one of them had had a neck warmer. Anyway, you know, like when the, the waterfall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um... Yeah, and there was a table full of what I would guess is either, I'm not going to name the college, but some area college in town, some students from that area college uh-huh. in town, larger geographical region than just down the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I actually heard one of the kids at the table, and kids, it's probably 22, 23, go, why I oughta? Nice. Which I was like, what so, so year you, is it? You did fall into a Looney Tunes cartoon. I really did. I mean, you it were at- bizarre. I don't want to say that. Never mind. I was going to say you were at the club, the so club. the the what year is it question is often warranted. Well, it's part of why I like to be there, but right. this was a very different what year is it experience. If you were anyway. listening from outside the Birmingham area, the club is, how would you describe it? It's like something out of a Lynch film. <laughs> it, it's this like this 60s throwback kind of private club type thing that you pay to go and eat mediocre food at but it's got a beautiful view of the city and again it's like a it's very lynchian and i would say the food is slightly better than mediocre i thought it was pretty good well i took you there once i've been there there with you for several meetings yeah we had some fried pickles and they were delicious they are really good fried pickles and i love the emphasis on the article the club it's not just one of your you know, plebeian clubs out there, folks. This, this is the club. The club. And it has a little film history connected. The dance floor that is there, the light-up dance floor, isn't the isn't the dance floor that was used in, um, in Staying Alive. Wait, no, I'm sorry. Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Fever. Fever. Same difference, right? Just yeah, more kidding, or less. Just kidding. Um, anyway, it was, but it was, the, it was the dance floor that inspired that to be written into a screenplay. Fantastic. So. Anyway, um, we're talking a lot in the intro right now. That's so, right. Well, let's, let's get on to talking about the real, real movies. The movies. The movies. Here we go. Get ready for a five-minute fight. Five-minute round one fight. Five-minute, not exactly a fight. What? Yeah, I'll go ahead and set it up, and then, Brad, if you'll start the timer, I'll let you know when. It might take me a minute to kind of set this thing up this time. So anyway, we don't have anything to fight about today. I mean, I'm sure we do. No, it turns out that every other movie that's come out in the last few weeks, we've agreed upon completely. Psych. That'll never happen. Never happen. So don't worry. We will be back to our old fighting ways. But we didn't didn't have anything to kind of shine a light on today that we've both had a chance to revisit and think through. So I thought that what we'd do is we'll start the timer here in a second. And I thought we'd bat back and forth our top seven films of 2023 so far and let Brad pull the plug whenever the five minutes is up. And we'll kind of see where everything lands. And I feel like in in, in in the context of that kind of 
pitching back and forth. We're going to find a fight. We're going to find a fight somewhere in there. Well, some of these are fights we've already had. Yeah, and I'm happy to, to kind of puff up at you a little bit. So <laughs> if you want to go ahead and start the timer, Brad, I'll go ahead All right. and uh, hit you with my number seven, if you don't mind me getting started. Go for it. And uh, this is one you don't disagree on. I, I think Blackberry, but also let me say this. Yeah. We have not seen all the films that That's have been true. released this year. I'm still waiting on Poor Things. I feel like it's going to land on my list, but am I am I predicting too much? I don't know. But I also haven't seen as many films as you, and there are many um, May December that I'm looking forward to seeing. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. So uh, this is not really this is not our end of the year list, if you will. This is our preliminary end of a li- uh, end of the year list. Anyway, I'm number seven with Blackberry. Where are you? Uh, my number seven is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the wonderful animated movie that Rachel hasn't seen, but booed anyway. Exactly. I mean, it's a fi- is it a five-minute fight or not? You know what I mean? Like, boop, looks dumb. Go ahead. Uh, my number six <laughs> is a movie that I also think you're prepared to boo since we fought about this director's previous film, Sideways, in a recent episode. Alexander Payne's The Holdovers. Can't fight about it because I hadn't seen it, but the trailer looked like a bummer. Oh, my God. All right. What's your number six? Um, my number six is one we fought about. Talk to me. Oh, really? Yes. I think it's really good. It's really fun. I've I- thought about it a lot. I've seen it a couple of times. I had a great time. I think that the direction is exceptional. Why the Fuck not. Corey. I mean, we've already talked about it. I'm just relieved Whatever. you like a movie. What's your number five? Oh, wow. Listen to this. Okay, get ready to get pissed. Everybody get ready to get pissed. I looked at this list and I thought, what are some of the best times I've had in the theater? Oh, Lord. Where Here is we the, go. I mean, I know where this You're is You're not going to like it. One of the best nights of my year this year, Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour. Is it a movie? I don't know. But is it on my list? Yes, it is. Go ahead and get mad. Don't give a shrew. I'm not mad. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to watch it soon because it is now streaming. My number five is Wes Anderson's Asteroid City. I can't um, even argue with this, but it's not. Is it a movie? That's my question. It is one hundred percent a movie, and it is a beautiful is movie. Is it just wallpaper, it or is it a movie? Very close to being my number one. In fact, these top five are pretty unimpeachable. They could flip in oh. any order. I love them so much. But wait, because you haven't seen everything yet. So this don't even get on your high horse. This could go any which way and lose, Corey. Before Listen, the end if of the year. poor things, Maestro, or the Zone of Interest are as good as my top five right now, it will be an excellent year for movies. Okay. Uh, I'm open to it. Uh, my number four, this is going to surprise you, I think. It's Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon. That's your number four? My number four. Okay. Okay. I mean, a movie that we both love. I expect I'll hear from you about it in a moment. Um. Okay. Well, my number four is Riding in the Sun. Still haven't seen it, and I have my trial subscription to Mubi. You should check it out. I think I will. This might be a good one if you don't like it, we could fight about. But I got to tell you, Corey, I think you're actually going to like I it. Think I, I think I probably will, too. So what's your number uh, What's your number three, then? My number three is another movie I mentioned very recently, now in theaters, Cleaning Up. It's um, Hayao Miyazaki's The Boy and the Heron. Yeah, I think okay. it's a, a masterpiece. Haven't seen it yet. Definitely not my thing. No. Definitely very much your thing. Yep. But you know what? Um, I don't. I also would never, for that reason, I I wouldn't really go head to head with you on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's. Yeah. Pro- I'm sure it's a it's an amazing film. It is. My number three is one you didn't really love, and it is Hello Dankness. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't it's really a little love it. bitch of a film, and it's nasty, 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 and I love it. Our sidewalk. Twenty uh, fifth annual film festival after dark opening night selection. Uh, my number two is a movie you mentioned just a minute ago you hadn't seen yet. I expect it will show up on your final top ten list, though. Okay. When you do, it's Todd Haynes, May, December. Yeah. Okay. Well, I wouldn't argue with that just just on 
you know, just premise alone. It's incredible. So my number two is You Hurt My Feelings. Yeah, I love that movie. Not in my top ten, but only just missed it. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's your number one? I think you know what my number one is. It's Christopher Nolan's fucking Oppenheimer. No, it is no, an incredible no, movie. No, a masterpiece. No, Corey, no. Masterwork. And it, it no, will, Corey, I no. think, remain up there unless, as I said, one of those final couple of movies I haven't seen yet is really, really something. What a movie Oppenheimer is. Your number one, My I number expect, one is Killers of the Flower of Moon. Of course. I think it's the best movie of the year so far. I could easily see it moving into number two once I've seen some more stuff. Yeah. But um, number one, it's a, it's a, it's a, speaking of masterwork, I think it's a great, probably his last film. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I mean he's, I, a, he's I, a young I, 80 years old. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I hope not, but it, it very well might be. And it's obviously a labor of love and a lot of heart in this thing. And Lily Gladstone is spectacular. And I expect her to walk across that stage and grab a little Oscar man. I hope so. It's a really great movie. Obviously, my number four. I'm kind of surprised it's that low. Um, I am too. I actually am too. And I, I here's where I'm going to, because I'm going to let you pick what you think is just your most angering film on my list. But I think the <laughs> thing that, I think the thing that makes me the, the craziest is, is how far up Oppenheimer is. And on your list above Killers of the Flower above Moon, Killers I of think the you're Moon. fucking wrong, no, dude. No, no. Oppenheimer is incredible. Um, they're both great, great movies. Again, like I love all of these movies, and I feel like the order of that list could shift uh, before the end of the year, but I, that's where I am right now. Oppenheimer safely atop that list as it has been since I saw it in July. I'm not really that angry about much on your list because there's not a lot that surprises me. But if I'm going to pick one, it's talk to me. Oh, come on. Don't really love it. Um, Uh, Yeah, well, whatever. But that hand, pretty cool hand, as we've already talked about. I don't even care. You know, it's hard. I think it's hard for a lot of people, too, to get a horror film on the list. I know you really didn't like this one, but it, it can be hard for people. And I get that. I get that. It seems like maybe, you know, not unworthy or something, but I stick by it. Anyway, but I I also think it could potentially come off that list as we move closer to the end of the year. Um, I did not hear you mention the B word. It's at number 10 on my list so far. Number 10. It's behind uh, the ones I didn't mention at number eight so far, John Wick Chapter 4, because of course it (laughs) is the best fucking action movie of the year. Incredible (laughs) shit. Don't even come, come at on. me over John Wick, John Wick Chapter 4 is being on my list. When you've got Podcast fucking talk to me. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Do you, know where, do you know where John Wick Chapter 4 is on the IndieWire list of the uh, 50 Number best? Number 748. No, it's in the top 25. So looks like you're out of step with the critical consensus oh, on, on this one. Give me a break. And my number nine, right ahead of Barbie, is a movie I think you like as well. Kelly Reichert's showing up with Michelle. Yeah, Williams. I like showing up. It's not going to end up in my top ten, but I do like this film. I really, I really, really do. Yeah. With a, um, can we give an award to the pigeon, please? I, I and that big fluffy dog that's just hanging yeah. out in their office. Yeah. That's oh, a it's cool a great dog. film. Yeah. Uh, another one like you hurt my feelings that I think people could kind of forget about and brush aside. But if you take a closer look, I think these are really worthy films. This is not first cow for me though. No. And, and I and I love 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 first cow. Yeah, me too. Um, anyway. Nor is it Meek's Cutoff. I love Meek's Cutoff. Yeah, agreed. Podcast at SidewalkFest.com. Let us know your top 10 list. Sam will eventually check that email and let us know. For $25,000, here is your first subject. What is this? Go. Uh, pickles. 
What is it? You ready? I am you ready. ready. Brad's going to throw a clip in your ears, really in all of our ears, and you're going to try to guess what it is. We'll let it play all the way through, but you jump in as soon as you know what it is. The very first one I'm giving you is an easy one. Okay, we're, if you say so. We're aiming for 100% here. Yeah, 50% last time. I hope I do better than that. Come on. Son of a bitch would freeze up in the middle of summer on the equator. Little pitcher. Hold it. It's a clinker! That blasted, stupid furnace, that gummit! Is that a Christmas story? It is a Christmas story. You didn't. You waited till the end. You weren't sure. I wasn't sure. You got it. I though. was torn between that, or, or you know, for a second, I thought it was uh, Mr. Futterman in Gremlins. But um, oh, that's a good guess. Too. It, it yeah. sounded like Darren McGavin, the actor who plays the dad you in the Christmas story at the end. So you got had it. To, had to wait for that last clue. How much foley work was that artist doing there? Jeez, right. And uh, you know what's funny about this one? I was like, you know, it is the season. So mm-hmm. I thought, I'm going to go find something from A Christmas Story to bring to Corey. And it, every damn scene in this thing is so iconic. I know. Like, it's going to mention the eye. It's going to mention the Red Rider. It's going to mention the decoder pen. It's going to mention the oh fudge thing. Like, there's just, it's really hard to dig into this thing and not find something that is so damn obvious. Or even just hearing the sound of Gene Shepard as the narrator would that have been too, a That too. Avoiding giveaway. the narration would have been a would have been a giveaway. So good job because I did kind of search and, and try to find something that wasn't terribly obvious, even yeah. though him and the dogs and fussing with the furnace is a is a big part of it, yeah. too. That the was thing, tricky. The, the leg lamp, too. Like, every single scene. Yeah. I, for The second option was going to be the bunny scene when he comes down in the bunny suit. But that also feels iconic, it right? It does. It does. So, I guess we can give that film that, that, damn, every single scene feels like an iconic scene. That's right. All right. Let's see if you can get to 50%. Barring a preference, we're going to put you to work on a wrestling picture. Wallace Beery. I say this, this is a Barton Fink. We need to give a wrestling picture that Barton Fink feeling. Roman. Look, I'm not one of those guys that thinks poetic. It's got to be fruity. We're together on that, aren't we? I mean, I'm from New York myself. Well, <laughs> Minsk, if you want to go all the way back. Which we won't, if you don't mind, and I ain't asking. Now, people are going to say to you, Wallace Beery, wrestling, it's a B picture. You tell them, bullshit! We do not make B pictures here at Capitol. Let's put a stop to that rumor. Right now. So much fun. The great Michael Lerner in that scene. What a wonderful movie. What a fun scene. I mean, there were so many good ones in here, too. You could pick a Coen Brothers film and it's just like, just randomly grab a soundbite and it's probably going to be entertaining. Yep. All right. 50%. It's heating up in half. Here we go. I have no confidence. Phantom Thread. Oh, my God. Whoa. We built this house, the two of us. Now she's turning the whole bloody place upside down. She's turning me inside out. She's turning you and me against each other. Her arrival has cast a very long shadow, Cyril. Mm. 
Mrs. Vaughan is satisfied with the dress. No one gives a tinker's fucking curse about <laughs> Mrs. Vaughan's satisfaction. <laughs> God bless him. I, you did so good. This is 75%. I am really impressed. That was like two lines out of the mouth. And anyway. I've seen I, Phantom Thread, one of my favorite movies of the past decade i guess i hear you but i gotta tell you i it would take me even films i've seen a hundred times it would take me more than a second probably to to be sure about my guess so good job all right you may do it this may Uh be the day Uh oh. you may get a hundred percent let's go and see what we can do with this last clip believed in me anyways what's the difference lucky for both of us i didn't it wouldn't have been pretty if i believed in you if i'd figured she'd never be able to go through with it she's been made over by love you only once said that you love me. Listen, you chalked up another boyfriend, that's all. No harm done. Notorious? Yep. There's no occasion to. You're doing good work. Number 10's out in front. Looks as if Sebastian knows how to pick them. Is that all you have to say to me? Dry your eyes, baby. It's out of character. Except keep on your toes. It's a tough job we're on. Easy to recommend or recognize Carrie immediately. Took me till the second line to hear that Swiss accent, Ingrid Bergman. Such a good job, Corey. Also, I definitely think the next time somebody's crying in front of you, you need to just say, dry your eyes, baby. It's out of character. <laughs> like, uh, how could you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. who talks like that? I love it so much. Only so Cary great. Grant has ever talked so like great. that. Um, dry your eyes, baby. Excellent movie. Notorious. Uh, my favorite Hitchcock film. A, a justifiable choice. It's yeah. not my it's favorite. It's so weird. It is so when weird. When the grandma gets involved. I mean, every, oh, it's, so, it's, so, it's so Freudian and strange and yeah. Hitchcockian and all his, he's just like working through his therapy and shit with this one, y'all. Bergman is so good. She's, when she bad though? She's always good. Yeah. Anyway, I can't believe it. We got to 100%. You finally got that feather in your cap. Woo! I'm gonna have to get a little tougher next time. Uh, you know, don't don't worry about it. <laughs> this was a good manageable level. I got to tell you, I think that Notorious is actually a really really difficult one. Because sure, he, yeah. He, look, both of these individuals are in a lot of movies. I didn't recognize the lines as being from Notorious. Yeah, I just it would be tough to put it together by the sounds of their voices. I think, ironically, the toughest one in this for me was a Christmas story. <laughs> yeah. Cause I've well, seen it was those just other a lot movies. Of, a it lot was also well, just a lot of Foley work too. Yeah. I mean, it's hard again, it's hard to find any kind of real lines of dialogue to hang on to there. So. That's right. All right. Well, good job. Well, thank you for listening to slide talks podcast for your own personal cinematic. Uh Oh, Tiffany Haddish. And the California and Georgia authorities. Yeah, she needs to cool it with the drinking and driving. Woof. Like, have your Bev, but just don't get behind the wheel. And also, don't get in front of the phone. Two good, I think, things to do when... Yeah. Things to keep in mind when you're blasted. I don't want to speak for, you know, Tiffany Haddish's income level. Um, right. You know, I'm sure she's better compensated for appearing in movies than, say, I am for teaching high school. Um, but I can afford an Uber. Yeah, I'm sure Tiffany, even though one of the on-camera bitchings is about, I guess, some offers that have been being made that are not enough. Well, also, she she deserves to be paid. Which she should. Is, she should be paid. You know, worth and she should be appearing paid, in a movie. But, but um, take an Uber, Tiffany Haddish. But you should, I just think maybe the the... You know, 
internet isn't the best forum for ex- for these kind of grievances. No. But maybe I'm wrong. No. Anyway, are you going to be the Popo or are you going to be the Tiffany Haddish? <sighs> well, um, I don't like the police, but I also don't like drinking and driving. Okay. But I'd rather be Tiffany Haddish. I know. Fuck the police. Ugh. <sighs> Except anyway. for our listeners who are in law enforcement, we love you. Obviously, all of our, all of our, you're one of the good so ones. So many, so many cops that listen to side talks. You never know. I you would never love it. Know. I would love it if somewhere out there in the world right now, now there was a cop dr- drinking coffee and eating a donut and listening to side talks. That would make my, that would warm my heart. And then I would like the cops. Um, I don't think that's happening. I would encourage the cop to make healthier choices. I mean, you know, just because you're a cop doesn't mean you have to eat a donut. Oh, I thought that was I thought that was part like of what you croissant required to like do. A, like a scone. You get a scone. <laughs> Those are pretty I good. mean, I guess that is the question. I don't know any cops, I don't think. But I would love to ask a cop a question. So if there are any cops listening, podcast at sidewalkfest.com, let us know. Yeah, I'm sure that they will be like, I'm sure this is a good faith offer now that they've already I'm, established I'm gonna, how buy, fondly I'll they buy think of our you profession. A dozen Krispy I, do you, wow. Here's my question. Uh-huh. Police officers, let me use the proper language. I've been, I've been being really nasty to say like popo or cop or let me, police officers. Let what me are some to... other negative words for the police? Pigs. Yeah, that's a good one. Fucking pigs. Uh-huh. Dirty fucking pigs. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we can keep going. But I I wonder if you're self-conscious when you're eating a donut. Like it's like at some point you probably are grabbing coffee and a donut. And do you just feel totally self-conscious or are you like, no, this is why I do this job. I love this. I'm embracing this stereotype. If I were a law enforcement professional, I would never order a donut while in uniform. Because I know that somebody would fucking say something. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, Brad, I might embrace it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, go for it. I might be like, look at that Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Let me get in there. Let me get it. And I would want to get a classic one, like a powdered. You know, go really classic with it. And then, you know, a car would barrel by with a trunk full of Coors <laughs> Banquet beer or something. And you'd be like, oh, oh, you got to ram the donut in my mouth. Or, or start driving with it hanging out of the, my mouth. I don't know. Get get in your car, um, slap the siren on, eastbound and down, starts playing, and it's just off to the races. Man, let me leave here and head to Police Academy. Yeah, that sounds great. Well, thank you for listening to the Side Talks podcast. That's right. Thank you to our friends here at Beltwell Studios, including and especially Brad. Thanks, Brad. You're welcome. We do appreciate everything they do to make us sound like we know what we're doing, which... I mean, I don't. I don't want to speak for Rachel, but... Yeah, please don't. Sidewalkfest.com or follow us on social media at Sidewalk Film. That's where you can see all of the latest and greatest information about what we're doing at the cinema. And, of course, (laughs) eventually you will see news for the 26th annual Sidewalk Film Festival. That sounds weird, doesn't it? Which is at the end of August 2024. Um, we're accepting submissions now, actually. So it's if a you're a years, filmmaker, Corey, it's a lot of years. It's it's some might say too many. I wouldn't, but some might. Um, if you're a filmmaker and you've got a project you want to send our way, why don't you look into doing that? You can find us on Film Freeway because uh, we want to see your movies for consideration for that festival. But until then, come see a movie with us at the cinema, and I guess that'll do it. Bye. Bye. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.